Okay. Um, so, like, I feel like people aren't taking the time to, like, understand my personality. I feel like I am a victim here. And it just hurts. <laughs> need more, need like, more sex tape. Needs more sex tapes under town. I need to make it a little deeper, a little raspier. <laughs> I don't know. Just for the record, we are recording. <laughs> <laughs> All of that was on here. Yes. <laughs> Hey guys, welcome to Caught Monologuing. I'm Errol Koenig. And I'm Sarah. And I'm Esther. Okay, cool. This episode, we're going to be talking about the greatest show I think ever created in the history of television, if I do say so myself, The Bachelor. Yeah. I thought we were talking about Mouse Hunt, but I'm here. Mouse, is that a, is that a thing? It can be. I was told this podcast would be about the hit TV sensation, Lost. You're a couple years too late on that. <laughs> Um, but what about Dancing with the Stars? We haven't touched like the Dancing with the Stars phenomena yet. Well, you know what? I think probably in a couple months, Ari will pop up there right before his marriage uh, with or engagement with Lauren. You know, dis- disintegrates. But you think it'll last that long? <laughs> I think they'll get to Dancing with the Star, Dancing with the Stars. Ari will be too caught up with being famous and that stuff, and then. They'll be gone forever. He'll find his true love as one of the opposing dancers on Dancing with the Stars. He will actually win a race. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, let's get into it. Uh, I guess let's start with some of our favorite contestants from the season. Sarah, who's your favorite? I would have to say one of my favorites was Becca M, but then again, she was a crowd favorite. Yeah. Becca M was fun. Or Becca uh, is what I'm going to call her, because there's two Beccas. Uh, one, uh, well, both of them go far and have a big part to in this season. Uh, and Becca spells her name funny, so. Um, but yeah, why Why do you like her? Um, I think she just, she wasn't having any of any of Ari's garbage. Mm-hmm. Have, she was taking none of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, if you look at one of their first dates where she directly said, Ari, you don't want a strong woman. You want to protect people. That is matching all the women that you date. And look at what happened. She predicted it pretty yeah. straight. And then Ari said, I love that. Yeah, Ari, <laughs> Ari loves a lot of things. <laughs> a uh, lot of people. I love that about you. Yes, he does love that. He really does. You know, Becca was great. She was one of the funnest, funner characters I think Ari really liked, you know, because of her face and what she did with it, such as talking and expressing her opinions, is what I'm referring to. Nothing. Of course, this yes. is The Bachelor after all. Yes. They only talk. Uh, but who else do we like? Just shoot them out when you got them. I mean, Jacqueline is one of my personal favorites. Yeah. Mostly because, like, she knows what she wants. Like, there was no sense of, oh, I'll put off getting my PhD for this whirlwind engagement. She was like, I'm going to dump your ass. Yeah. Imagine getting dumped on your own TV show. That's rough. Okay, but the power move where she's just like, can I just have some of your wine? Takes his wine, starts drinking it, and then is like, I don't really see a future where we work out. Like, 
beautiful. Yeah. I really enjoyed the time on their date when she was like, oh, I'm getting my PhD. And then Ari was like, oh, a what? Oh, I can't do I can't do that. Yeah. That's a, that's a long time, a PhD. Yeah, I don't think I even knew what a PhD was. <laughs> Can we do a shout out for the special moment where she, where um, Becca asked him, "What are like your three most exciting things?" And his number oh. one answer was excitement. Yeah, his his first he's on the first on the first night, Ari came in. One of his most ex- things that he finds the most excitement and is excitement. It's weird. Ari is a weird guy. Next was pizza, as one does. Yeah, he's mm. excited by pizza, excitement, and... Making out. Yeah, mm-hmm. pretty much. There was there was a lot of tongue this season, I will say. Yeah. It's a really awkward amount of tongue. Yeah, it's... Well, you know, he is the kissing bandit. So he can get away with that kind of stuff. I'm, and, I'm just so sorry for what he did to those girls' faces. Yeah. Well, some of them seem to like it. Maybe uh, they chose a bachelor that you could find on your local match.com scene. So yeah, yeah. That, that that is true. I think they were they were going for an approachable Ari, thirty six, realtor, former race car driver, former realtor. unsuccessful <laughs> race car driver. Such a bad race car driver that I had to become a realtor. Yeah, <sighs> you know that Ari. I mean, his dad is a famous race car driver who actually won races. That doesn't uh, mean you have to follow in dad's footsteps. He could have stayed true. at Pizza Hut. He could have graduated high school. That probably would have helped him. He would have been more uh, emotionally intelligent and known how to handle people. Um, but yeah, uh, I think my, my favorite was Crystal. I wouldn't call her my favorite. I would call her a guilty pleasure. I, well, in the beginning, I hated her more than anybody I've ever hated on this show. But towards the end, when she finally started embracing the villain role, like mainly in the women tell all when she was like talking with her normal voice. And that, must, that was my favorite moment oh, it was of so this good. season. It I lost so my voice for several months. It's, it, it's, I, I, for some reason, I just love watching no, bat, these bad guys that know they're bad guys. Kind of like Corinne you know, mm-hmm. last season. Like, they know that they're, you know, messing stuff up. It was her sexy voice and she needed to use it at all times. She did. And she went back to it when she was talking to Ari at Woman Tell All. Like, you could feel her going into it. Hi, Ari. It's me. Crystal. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Crystal was... Like her, her voice was impossible to listen to. Like I, I think I threw something at the TV. Like you definitely episode. did. There, there was yeah. a point where you had to get up and leave the room because you just couldn't take it anymore. It was rough. Crystal, like she, shouldn't be able to talk, uh, in her sexy voice. But it, it's it's not sexy. It's not. It it I did I it was weird. I don't like it. But then she started talking normally and. Was awesome. I'm really excited for her to be on Paradise. Do you think she's going to be? I think she, well, I hope she is. I think she on Paradise, she is going to be incredible. I would just really love to see her and Becca like going head to head again. Yeah. Honestly, I I mean they already semi confirmed it in the uh, Women Tell All that uh, Becca was going to be on Paradise, 
And I, I think bringing Crystal in would be so good. Who do you think the other Bachelor in Paradise candidates are from this season? From this season? Uh, Kendall, maybe? Maybe. I don't know. She doesn't seem like the type of person that would, like, she seems a little too... I feel like it depends on who she would bond with by Mm -hmm. who else is going. I, like... Yeah, but that's a huge part. If you have friends going, often... If she's bonded super hard with Becca, I could see them bringing over. It depends, I would say, on if... There was anyone from the season that Becca really kind of jived with. I could see them putting them on together just to watch them play off each other. It's like Ashley, I, and Ben. At a certain point, they become kind of like a package deal because you know they have a good rapport and filming them together is good. Yeah, well, that was actually the first time they've been on a show together on Winter Games. Really? Yeah. I mean, they have their own podcast, the Almost Famous podcast, uh, which, by the way, has a lot of really great stuff right after the whole finale when they brought in... Uh, I guess the the uh, four women, Caroline, uh, Kendall, uh, Tia, and um, CN, mm-hmm. and they were just dropping bombs left and right. Like, to be totally they... honest, I forgot who Caroline was until she said, you know what you did. Yeah, I like Caroline. During the women tell-all. I mean, she's a Patriots fan, so she has she's a soft good. spot in my heart for her. But she's good. But uh, for Paradise, I think Caroline's a decent uh, option. I think Brittany T., uh probably would do it um who else uh lauren b maybe we'll, they'll bring annalise back she'll be afraid of the ocean this time yeah <laughs> I'm so good i once saw a fish i would just love I to see can't. lauren b be like the surprise bachelor in paradise like candidate where she dumps ari and just comes in to yeah. find a better love oh me. jenna jenna she, she's jenna yeah she's already going to paradise I don't see why she wouldn't. I think her brand of sitting on top of men would work well in Paradise. I would love to see CN come back in some way, but I'm not sure Paradise would be the good spot for her. She's too good for Paradise. She really is. She's too smart, too intelligent, too wonderful. I mean, I think it's, again, the same thing with if she has friends that are also going, Mm -hmm. you know, just because it'll be fun to spend, you know, a month on a beach in Mexico. True. Which 10 knows. out of 10 would recommend. I mean, without the sand part, but that's that's just me. Um, oh, yeah, and also Tia. Tia's going to go. Tia's definitely going to go. They were setting oh. her up a little too hard for the Bachelorette kind of edit. So the mm-hmm. fact that I would say that Becca's now a Bachelorette, they've got to give Tia something. Yeah, well, actually, maybe not if Tia... Because Tia has, like, a job. She went to... Think I don't entirely know her full education history, but she has. I know she's a physical therapist. Yeah, she has like that extra level of education, and sometimes those people are usually just like one season and out. I know she definitely but, said that she wanted to get out of the kind of bubble that she'd been living in. Yeah. So I would not surprise me if she was looking to start a relationship, and then as she like was part of that relationship, yeah. move elsewhere and continue her career, just not maybe necessarily right now. Yeah, and Tia is also friends with Raven, who was on previous seasons of The Bachelor and Paradise, and I mean that's why she joined the show, and I think probably would convince her to do stuff as well. So Tia would be good. And there's probably a couple other people that we have really not met was kicked out in the first week mm-hmm. that would have a big splash um yeah so uh what are your thoughts on Ari guys how do you think he was as a bachelor 
minus the finale, which we will get to in a minute. He was very bland as a person. At least what we saw of him, I can't say that the editing maybe wasn't as kind to him as it could have been in terms of his intelligence level. We saw a lot of him saying, I love that, mm-hmm, and things like that. Like He yeah. ate a lot. Did he you was... see the bloopers? He spent so much of his dates with those women just eating the food. Yeah. And I mean, he just wasn't sympathetic when a woman would try to open up and tell him something personal or something very emotional to them. He'd just be like, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, I, I felt like Ari the whole entire time was just, rather than listening to what the other person was saying and trying to figure out how to make the other person feel better He just kept touching whatever, them. He just kept touching them. So he many thigh he touches. Just, he, like, they'd be like, oh, like I had a great time going bowling today, and his hand would be just snaking right up their skirt. Yep. Like, yep. I mean, he, he did not want to talk, and if he wanted to finally get them to shut in, he just leaned forward. Just and, enough to make it obvious. Yes. I so. want to know what the kissing percentage was out of conversations. Like, what percent of time did they spend actually talking about real issues? And what percent of the time did they spend with him trying to stick his tongue down their throat? Well, what do you mean by real issues? Because well, it wasn't like just talking about what they want in the future or whether they like the color blue or anything that doesn't relate to, you know, tonsil hockey. Yeah. So, I, I, I mean, from what I've heard... Ari at least had those conversations, but not at a very deep level. Uh, I heard Jacqueline was talking uh, on some podcast, and she said that like Ari never really asked any of the contestants like who they voted for in the election. Well, Jacqueline was like, that's something that I want to know in a person that I'm going to spend the rest of my life with. You got to get to know some basics. It's like, like yeah, are, are, are moral, I guess, philosophies and ideals mm-hmm. even close? Or like maybe even the like, where do you see yourself in 10 years question? Like, Yeah. I feel like he just spent a lot of time touching on these very kind of like vague, broad ideas, nodding a lot, and then not actually taking that information to continue forward to get to know these girls. I mean, he just kept vaguely implying that he wanted someone to just be there and be kind of the like second command like not a partner but like someone who will come and cheer at his races like a groupie yeah and he wanted a blonde yeah he wanted a blonde groupie in specific just yeah. looking at the candidate list from yes there was from this season a, a lot of generic you can tell where his preferences lay yeah not in brunettes as we found out after the, the final rose uh apparently um, but yeah, it's I, Ari was my biggest complaint with Ari was the entire time he was so focused on how he looked and what people thought about him that he never actually took time to look good. And I think the clearest Ari that we really saw was during that like on-screen fight with Crystal, not in the Women Tell All, but afterwards yeah. where he was going, I'm very disappointed in you right now. I think that was the first time we really saw Ari having opinions and articulating Any that. Kind of it, personality, really. Yeah, and it yeah. wasn't necessarily because he was connecting with her or being a person. It was because he disliked the way that she was making him look and what she said about him. Yeah, he's like, why did you talk about me that way, Crystal? He, he didn't really care when she was bashing yeah. on the other girls or making them uncomfortable. He cared yeah. when she bashed on him. And yeah, I think that right. says a lot about him as a bachelor. And Crystal also stuck around for so long. Like, if one of the other women was like, yo, like, this girl is 
crazy like maybe you should kind of consider that and consider the environment and like consider the kind of person she is when you're not around too like that would be a big deal to me i mean yeah if i was trying to find a partner and like i found out that when they're not in the room everybody hates them i mean i would not really like that i mean you're gonna have yeah people you don't vibe with but you, you don't want them always coming to complain to you about every single, like, issue that's going on in the house because there's going to be a lot of high tensions raising, especially as the season mm-hmm. continues. But if there's someone that's universally disliked that makes her, at, uh, like, a point to make the other contestants feel awful about themselves and, like, discount their relationship with, with The Bachelor at that time, mm-hmm. I feel like he should be open to at least say, hey, let me talk to her about that. And more than, like, just say, hey, Crystal, I heard you're saying these things. And then she talks about it and he's like, okay. And he doesn't, like, yeah. have his own opinion on it. He just, like, listens to it kind of almost yeah. blindly. I don't know. That's what it seemed like to me. Yeah, I mean, I, I think in his defense, and there's not that much to def- defend, and not that I really want to defend, but, like, Crystal had one of the first one-on-ones, and it was, like, a really personal one-on-one where he brought her to meet his family, and they were in, like, a plane together when they were going from L.A. to, you know, Scottsdale. And, like, they were together for a large stretch of time. Like, more than really any other date, you know, up until, like, hometowns. And I think that just put her on just, like, another level with their relationship early on. Uh, I also wouldn't rule out if they may have done things that you're supposed to wait for the fantasy suite to do. If they did that, well... I think there are serious implications, by the way. She kept being so insistent that she yeah. got into another level that the other girls hadn't seemed to touch, even when, at least to us, it looks like the closeness between Ari and some of the other girls, like Kendall or Bika, mm-hmm. seemed to like surpass what she had. It wouldn't surprise me if they'd slept together fairly early on, but then that also does say a lot of yeah. Ari as a person where he would kind of sleep with someone and then kind of vague the rest of their relationship we're letting her do all the work to continue getting to know him while he sticks his tongue down other girls throats i mean i also think part of it is that ari he you can't really read him because he's a piece of cardboard uh at least last i checked and i feel like he doesn't really acknowledge the strangeness of dating 22 women at the same time yeah like he doesn't really seem to think that there will be issues between the women is what i kind of got like as soon as there was an interpersonal thing between the women he was just like i don't know i don't think he ever counted the women as people weirdly enough like he didn't really account what was happening to them emotionally like what his actions really meant for them as people what their friendships were like i you see a lot of times when girls are getting sent home and not getting a rose they're crying and hugging each other because Mm -hmm. for them one of the biggest parts of being on the bachelor is actually the friendships they're making with each other and he really didn't acknowledge that for the most part. We didn't see him saying, like, I'm sorry that not only are you losing me, but you're losing friendships with these other women, and I hope that you can at least stay connected to them. There's a sense of, oh, I'm sorry we didn't connect on this interpersonal level. I know you're sobbing because of me. Yeah, no, he was just worried about what he is. His focus was, oh, he's. I need to find a wife. I think he said that, like, yeah, no, almost once, once or twice an episode. His focus was, I need to find a wife, and also, I need to come out of this looking good. Yeah, because uh, you know he did everything in his power to look good. After every, I guess, breakup, he always offered to walk them, you know, to the car. Mm-hmm. It made me really. It was a little someone... bit of an inappropriate level of 
It made me very uncomfortable when he kept hugging women that were obviously saying they didn't want his hugs. Like, I, yeah. I'm forgetting the name yeah, of uh, the contestant. I believe it was Jenna. No, not Jenna. Um, it was not Jenna. Um, it was, it was uh, a, Jenny. Jenny, yeah. Jenny. I got the Jenny. Jenny, right. when she was eliminated and she chose not to hug him and he followed after her like, and yeah. gave yeah, she me the hug. past him. He's like, oh, oh, no, I want to talk about this. It's like, mm, no, I don't really want to talk about it. Yeah. Honestly, that behavior was really reflected in the final, though. So I think that's also a, yes. a, an honest side of Ari that we should consider when we discuss him and his personality because it wasn't a one-time bad reaction to something with mm-hmm. a lot of emotion. I want to say that this is a kind of behavior that we see happening from him repeatedly, yeah. like his yeah. Response after he wasn't chosen on the season of The Bachelorette and his inability to let Emily go because he wanted a personal closure that I think becomes inappropriate at a certain point. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of his actions, like, he seemed really just bland. Like, when you look at him first glance, like, he's a piece of cardboard, no personality. He's kind of a washed-up, like, professional race car driver turned Mm -hmm. average guy wheelchair. But, like, if you look underneath it, like, he does have a lot of underlying personality issues, I think. Yeah. I mean, I think this is also a good point that we could probably jump and start talking about what happened and the finale. The the bit, I guess the the part that made the season go from fine to yeah, like up until the finale, crazy. I would have no like I would just think he was super super boring. And then once yeah. the finale happened, I was like, hmm, maybe let me think about every little thing he's done up to this point. He probably needs to go to therapy, something like that. Definitively um, needs to go for therapy. Yeah. I put in oh, my plug yeah. for therapy. Uh, yeah, so just to, uh, if you have, also, if you haven't watched The Bachelor and you're listening to this podcast, thank you for listening, but we're, I mean, we're spoiling the entire season, so you should, listeners at home, definitely and- watch The Bachelor. But what happened uh, in the finale, uh, he picked uh, Becca. Becca K. Becca K. Uh, after mm-hmm. going on dates uh, with them, I guess the, the final three were Crystal, not Crystal, no, no. Kendall, Crystal, Kendall. Kendall, Becca, and Lauren B. And then it was were... between Becca and Lauren B. Becca and Lauren B. Mm-hmm. They had uh, dates in um, Peru, in Peru uh, including ones where they met with uh, Ari's family. There was much deliberation. Yeah, they really liked Lauren, who went first, but then Becca went and... They liked Becca, too. They all switched to Becca. They were all pro-Becca, and I think that got in Ari's head. Mm-hmm. Uh, because Becca seemed like the smart choice. Well, yeah, of course. She's an accomplished woman. Um, she seems like she's very assertive, and she doesn't seem like she's very... She seems more of like a partner. Yes. I think Ari wasn't necessarily honest with himself about what he wanted out yeah. of the person that he wants to marry. Mm-hmm. Because the people that we see him being drawn to time and time again are women like Lauren, who are lovely women who want to be more of a supporting role partner. They don't want to necessarily, yeah. like, have an equal say in all the choices that are being made. They'd rather have someone else take the lead. And while that is a perfectly valid life choice, I think it's important to note that that was the exact opposite of what Ari said that he wanted out of the season. And, like, mm-hmm. choosing a partner like Becca that is an actual equal partner that wants an equal say in everything, and then reneging for someone who wants to be more of a kind of, like, lead role in the relationship mm-hmm. where you see that she she is willing to let him kind of dictate when the proposal happens and stuff like that says a lot about Ari as a person and his inability to really articulate what he's looking for. And I mean, there's nothing wrong with any role you want to take on. It's a very personal choice, like where you feel comfortable in a relationship, just as a, yeah. a side note. We're not judging. Oh, yeah. I, I am 100% Lauren. on Lauren and Becca's side. I feel like 
any issues that happened during the final had nothing to do with yeah. the women and everything to do with the fact that Ari was not honest about yeah. what he wanted. If he'd gone yeah. in and said, hey, I want someone who is more able to be led, I want to kind of be like the more stereotypical to- manly man in this relationship, then I feel like Becca wouldn't have been as upset because she would have gone, okay, I see what you're looking for. This is not me, even though I love you. I can see why a relationship would not work out. Yeah. But being told that like, he wants the strong equal partner and then finding out that wasn't what he wanted after all. And then just to sum up the rest of the finale, Ari proposed to Becca and then weeks later yeah, dumped Becca. It seemed like a blindsided dumping. Uh, yeah. It was um, definitively blindsided. Yeah. Is she, they were going for a lovely week, couple's weekend. I think post-Bachelor they usually film a couple of dates or a couple uh, of I, scenes maybe. Very, very little. This was actually a little bit more than they usually do yeah. because... Yeah, you know. well, I, and, I believe um, Ari took the camera crew. Yeah, like, Ari he brought did a camera office. crew, um, and they showed a very long, unedited scene of Ari dumping Becca and then refusing to leave the little hotel room. Yeah. When Becca clearly asked him, please leave, please leave, and Ari would just sit on the couch and knock on the door and try to hug her and the usual. Yeah, and I, it's it was a real bad look for Ari. Yeah. It, and then we found out later that Ari had been talking to Lauren and ended up rekindling his relationship with Lauren. Yeah, so what happened was he couldn't fully let go of Lauren. Uh, he told Becca this, and Becca was like, you know what, I trust you, you can reach out to her and try to... Which is a totally valid thing, I think. Yeah, it, that, that, that's fine. It's, the bachelor's weird. Like, yeah, I mean, and also, if, if, you, if you love someone and they have something that they need to resolve... I, I would like the person that I'm with to, I guess, support me in trying to... Yeah, even if it's a little odd. Yeah. I feel like people do sometimes still keep at least minor friendship with exes. Like, yeah. The, it's fairly often to be like, hey, I my ex from high school like texts me. I want to say hi and like go out for a drink. It's not a real thing. Yeah. I just want to talk to them about like what our relationship used yeah, to but be. But how was Becca to know that he was... He was like still fully in love with her and, you know, through that relationship... Had te- I mean, I would consider that cheating if you're talking to a woman with the intent of It is, I would say, from Ari's character, cheating. he definitively would not have broken up with Becca if he didn't know Lauren was still oh, there no. for him. Yeah. And they, they, made it, they tried to make it seem that Ari had no idea that what Lauren would say. In the filming, he was yeah. sitting, standing outside the house going, oh, I'm having a panic attack. This is terrifying. And maybe it was no. terrifying, but... But when he walked to the door... Opened the door, yeah. Lauren just tackle-hugged him. I yeah. appreciate Becca calling him out for that on, like, afterthoughts. Like, she said straight up, like, all of these things that he's telling you that he hadn't made that decision and he didn't know. He knew long before filming. That was the point of this, yeah. is that he's not being honest about himself and his character in order to look better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it made me feel it made me feel bad for both women, honestly, because mm-hmm. Becca was kind of publicly humiliated on TV. It was just her crying, and she was totally blindsided, and it was all shown. Yeah, like all of it. Well, in defense of the producers and the Bachelor, um, I, I would put the blame a little bit more on Ari for filming that moment. Oh yeah, he, he, he should have done it in private. That should have been a private moment. But Ari reached out to the producers because they wanted america to see that it was not becca's fault at all and he also thought he'd be able to explain himself out of the situation 
which is why he didn't leave. And yeah, I agree. And I that. think if they were going to show the footage, showing the unedited footage was the right way to do it because if they'd edited it to a way that made Ari look better, I suppose. I just I think it was a little embarrassing the length of yeah well, time yeah. that they left the the tape play. So the reason why I think they left it unedited, well, for two reasons. One, because it was super interesting. And, like, even though it, like, it felt kind of weird watching the super personal moment, it was just you couldn't look away. Mm-hmm. Um, the other reason, which we're going to talk talk to in a second, I think they probably cleared it with uh, the next Bachelorette. Oh. Becca. I, I, I'm Because Bachelor, Becca is became the next Bachelorette, they probably said, hey, we want to, to show this, um, and it would definitely help sell your story so people would love you going into the show if would you be okay i'm sure they gave they asked for her permission if she if she preferred to have i guess a quicker cut then they could have done that but i think everyone involved kind of Mm -hmm. at least to some extent signed off on it yeah and honestly it does show a lot of the red flags in ari's character like it it tells america exactly what becca was dealing with and i think also it's kind of a warning to lauren a little bit and i understand why lauren didn't necessarily want to watch that footage because it does kind of tell you lauren and ari both said in after the final rose that neither of them had planned on watching the finale and i think I don't want to make any great big assumptions, but I think that was an Ari decision. Like, hey, let's not watch this finale because if you do, you're gonna dump me. Yeah. Yeah. Because if I was dating someone and I saw them do that to another woman, like no matter like what she had done, who she was, like it would. Even if you didn't dump them on the spot, I assume weird feelings would build up until yeah. it actually I, happened. I think also the parallel between Ari talking to Becca and saying, like, I love you, I still love you, but I want to move on to Lauren, and then not that long later going to Lauren and saying, I am 1,000% over Becca, just would have looked so bad yeah. from her respect. Where were the tears also? Like, oh, why yeah. aren't you more upset about this, Ari? He yeah. was so detached like, during why, that. You're just like, you come up to Becca, you sit on the couch, you're like, well, um, I'm in love with Lauren and we're done. I mean, I, I think it goes back to what I was saying about him just constantly focusing on trying to make himself look good. Because uh, he was so focused on trying to say the right thing, even though everything he said was completely oh, wrong. Yeah. Like trying to excuse why he made this, like trying to explain to the person that you just broke up with that the reason you broke up with them is because you love someone else after you've already kind of explained. It's, it was just not... It's like not good for Ari. He was trying to make it seem like it's not me, it's you was his angle. I think he was trying to make it it's not me, it's Lauren, that's why it's, I'm leaving you. Yeah. Yeah. I think also he was waiting to have that like scene where she comforts him and tells him that it's okay and she yeah. wasn't giving him that. Like she wasn't trying to give them the crying footage. She was just trying to remove herself from the situation. Mm-hmm. And I think if he had been able to spin it where she says, No, I understand, you gotta do what you gotta do, you would have that moment of vindic- vindication in that moment on camera yeah. where he can point to and say, No, it's okay. Becca's not upset about this. And for Becca, like being blindsided, she handled that with such grace like yeah she killed it i mean like i would probably have tried to throw punches if someone did that to me like she just she didn't even when she was angry she took the time to compose words in order to not react like offhand and i think that took so much effort to do because they're honestly like her i want you to be happy because i love you but like seriously dude like what the hell like yeah and i i I think on top of that, just to 
little, I guess, inside Bachelor things that Becca, for some reason, was able to keep this. Oh, one was, you know, unplanned, but one, she wore waterproof mascara, so her eyes were not runny at all when she was crying, which was, which helps. And two, she also knew that in order to get away from the producers, the one place they can't follow you is in the bathroom, and that's where she went. And I think being able to be composed to just figure out how to get away from the situation uh, was, or at least to the best of her ability with these camera crews and, you know, Ari hanging around. Yeah. To, and Ari honest- not leaving what made the entire thing extremely uncomfortable. And I honestly yeah. think she would have finished packing and walked out the door if he hadn't told her that she should stay and he was about to leave. Like, she was set to walk past him with her bags, and he kind of dropped that situation out of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, he's like, oh, no, no, I'll go, but then he didn't go. He put her in a situation where if she then packs and leaves, she looks like she's not being graceful, but he's also not leaving. Mm-hmm. So she got backed into a pretty serious corner there. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, she's great, and I think be- because of how well she came off of this, you know, on top of just the scene, but like the entire season, with this just as the cherry on top, it definitely paved way for her to be a great candidate for Bachelorette. I mean, during the entire season too, she was such a down to earth candidate. Like I didn't really notice her originally, like until it yeah. got smaller. But like, she was always very real, very down to earth. She knew what she wanted, and she knew what she was bringing to the table, and I think, honestly, that is one of the most important things, like, a girl can do when they're on The Bachelor, saying, like, Mm -hmm. this is who I am, this is what I want, and this is what I'm going to be able to give you, and I think we had other characters like Jacqueline that were able to do the same thing. But, I mean, in the end, Jacqueline was, knew that it wouldn't work, and I mean, Becca seemed like she would be a better fit being already like a professional and yeah, yeah. I mean, and she I was mean, willing to move to him as well yeah. like i think ari thinking that becca was the smart choice is not wrong because i, I mean, mean everything except for the fact that he didn't love her or he probably loved her but like not the same kind of as he did with lauren I, I think if he was looking for an equal partnership then becca would be the right woman for him it's just not what he was looking for at that time yeah. i think it probably um was a little too much for him like he probably wanted to do a lot of things and when becca tried to insert her own opinion like he probably took issue with that yeah i i I mean he kept on saying that he wanted to have a family and lauren was not about that while becca was and like stuff like that ari was just ready to go right or he thought he was ready to just go with that right away (laughs) and i think that's why also ari's family date with lauren did not go super well at the beginning. It was very awkward. Yeah, I mean, I think that's just because maybe it's just that Lauren's an introvert who yeah has a hard time. I think with people, but I think a lot of it honestly is also I don't think Ari is ready for marriage yet, and I think by getting engaged to Becca and sticking with that, he would have found himself probably in a year or two with her at least pregnant or them trying to start a family and married with yeah. all of those ducks in a row. And the thing about Lauren is if there are commitment issues or things get delayed or they decide that having kids at the moment isn't the right time by what we've seen on the season he can always blame some sort of kernel or doubt that he's found in her and not his Mm -hmm. own inability to be ready for those things yeah and i mean if lauren doesn't want kids like that's something she doesn't want and i feel like he'd be the kind to be like "Mm." maybe you do want kids yeah, yeah he always he always with lauren kind of in his little one on 
like his little talks to the camera was like, oh, she's just not ready. And I have to just, I have to guide her. And she yeah. probably doesn't need to be guided. I would no. say also, it, you see the same kind of thing in what he did with Jacqueline earlier, where she went like, hey, I want a PhD. Like, this is super important in my life. And there wasn't a conversation about, hey, I can really move up and stay with you while you're doing a PhD. It's always, I guess we can fly up and down to visit each other. He wasn't willing to compromise on what he wanted. And I think that is something Lauren needs to be at least aware of or like wary of as the relationship continues. Yeah. That if she wants something, she's going to have to fight for it. And I mean, I on on camera we didn't really see like a fighting side to lauren and they probably did selectively edit her i mean she might not have a great camera personality if she is truly as introverted as she has been saying she is like she probably wasn't doing great because the cameras are everywhere yeah if you're shy i don't think right. necessarily you'll get the most dramatic like edit off of the bachelor you're not going to be the next crystal yeah no it's it, it's tough to be an introvert on this show just because one you're probably not going to be good on camera and two like in group dates you often like shrink and just kind of get stuck in a corner not doing i think it is a testament to like how strong lauren's personality must be that she did stand out so much and make it so far in the bachelor Mm -hmm. while being an introvert and someone who's very shy like she had this beautiful quality within her that drew Ari to her in the first place. And once again, she's a wonderful woman and there's no judgment ever being thrown her way. Yeah. yeah. She just, she seemed like a quiet, gentle person and that's kind of the vibe I got from her. Yeah. But they wanted to make her seem like she was a very kind of commitment issue type person when I'm not sure that she was. Yeah, would... Well, I mean, she had two... Uh, former fiancés that yeah, and didn't work out. I think it was only one. Yeah, it was, it was two. Was it two officially? Yeah, it was two. I mean, I it wasn't... They only talked about one on the show, but it was two. Interesting. Yeah. So it's... There is something there. Mm-hmm. It might not be that much or even that important, mm-hmm. but... Because relationships, people break up all the time, and I mean... Yeah. It just becomes, like, the focus of The Bachelor becomes very zeroed in, like, oh, like... When Becca's boyfriend showed up and they're like, oh, they were together seven years and they broke up right before The Bachelor. Hmm. Well, they broke up a year before The well, Bachelor. Well, people made it seem like it was yeah. closer yeah. is the thing. Yeah. And the thing is, sometimes people do get engaged very quickly. Like, look at Lauren and Ari. They haven't really been a couple for that long and they are engaged as of the end of Afterthoughts. So we all, after yeah. Rose, yes, my apologies. Yeah. But. Uh, it would not surprise me if maybe some of those engagements, or at least the first engagement, was more a rush off of an immediate connection. And then as they got to know each other, they realized that it wasn't right for them. Like, we don't know enough details about her former engagements to know whether yeah. it was all her own commitment issues or maybe she's become a commitment phobe in a way because of the things she's experienced in her previous relationships. Yeah, I would lean more towards the latter where she'd just have an extra wall up just because she doesn't want to be hurt again. Breaking off um, engagements is hard. Yeah. Having that happen more than once, the fact that she's willing to go on The Bachelor and try again is like a testament to how strong she is as a person, even mm-hmm. if we didn't see that in the show. Yeah. Yeah, I, I do have to agree with that. I mean, I think there has to be like a quiet strength to Lauren to be able to just kind of keep putting herself out there, and especially in such a public arena as yeah, The Bachelor. And, and also, especially right now, when she's going through all of this awfulness on social media. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I'm sure she sees most of it, even if she doesn't read her mentions or whatever. It, mm-hmm. It's it's got to be constant 
you know, all the time for her. Yeah, which has gotta, like gotta be tough. A casual thing from your friends and go, hey, did you see what they said about you on Twitter? And she probably purposely didn't look and then now knows. Yeah. So. Yeah. I think that's really hard. I think she was trying to do her best on After the Final Rose. Like, she... I mean, that was probably very uncomfortable, like, with all the other women there from the season and being the one woman who yeah, is kind of, not the villain, like, I don't even know how to describe that role of how what she took, like, after Ari changed his mind. Yeah, it's... And she's probably spoken to Becca backstage, like, they've been in that same backstage area before. There's no way that they've managed to avoid each other through the entirety of that show. Yeah, yeah. and uh, again, as a, I think it was shown pretty clearly in uh, after the final rose becca and lauren don't really have anything against each other yeah um i mean they're not really friends anymore because of course they won't be um but it they at least they made it seem like they don't really fault each other for what happened and i think it's very telling that the other girls also are definitively saying that they are not faulting lauren they're faulting ari and then they're worried about lauren yeah, yeah i think that was a that was a really nice thing that i noticed is like the women standing by each other yeah because um, obviously at the end of it like the bachelor is going to choose one woman mm-hmm. and 28 of them are going to be single single they're probably dating again they're beautiful wonderful women yeah i mean yeah i mean i think one of the, I guess, appeals of the show, I guess, like, face surface is, oh, we get to watch a bunch of catty girls go at each other. And the fact that we were able to see, that we're able to see, especially this season, that they actually form a really strong friendship and, you know, bond that helps them get through really tough times, such as getting an engagement broken off. Yeah. Uh, I mean, like, it was really telling, like, well, especially when you saw the scenes this season of women talking to each other, not about Ari. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was a really... The Bachelor passed the Betchstil test. Who would have thought that the Bachelor would have passed that? But it did. Yeah. That being said, the, there was... The, the ratios would have made it seem likely. The real question is, will the Bachelorette pass the Bechdel test? Somehow, I don't think so. No. We'll see. We won't see another woman for the entire season. Well, That's what they'd like you to think. <laughs> there, there might be some special guests, and they might have a conversation about something other than love. It wouldn't surprise me if we see some of the girls from this season of The Bachelor popping up to like check in oh, on Becca true. because yeah. of that, how that, close that, their relationships that's, that's, are. That's a thing that um, I believe Chris Harrison has said on some podcast that he wants to have, uh, you know, all the friends show back up on pop up pop up back on a the show just because one they actually are becca's friends and two they also make for entertaining entertaining television so what are chris harrison's thoughts on ari like could you imagine ari coming up to chris harrison being like hey i changed my mind and chris harrison's reaction to that i i think chris harrison is like he he just i think he kind of feels the same way as we do it's like this guy stupid i think he was willing to let ari dig his own grave because what he was going to do was going to happen regardless of cameras so if he was going to make it this kind of public thing i think he chose to do it in a way that would present becca in the best light rather than let ari be the person telling that story chris harrison the true hero of the bachelor it's really true chris (laughs) harrison's the best he threw a lot of shade at ari during um the final like episodes and i really appreciate that Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, Chris Harrison is good at reading the room and kind of, I mean, he also just kind of agrees with what most people think. So when people are 
down on Crystal, he throws shade at Crystal. People are down on Ari, he's obviously going to throw shade at Ari. Mm-hmm. Um, which is why I'm excited and looking forward to many more seasons of Chris Harrison hosting these Bachelor shows. But when will Chris Harrison himself be The Bachelor? It's, I would really love to see that happen. I would really love to see him like host the season where he has The Bachelor as well and give himself a pep talk about <laughs> the final rose. In a like, Chris, this is the final rose. Have you made your decision? I don't know. Have I made my decision? That'd be great. I would enjoy it. I think we all... I think everyone secretly wants... Well, I don't know if it's so secret. I think everyone wants Chris Harrison to be The Bachelors at some point. Let's know intimate details about his life. I believe he's single, so... He is single. He is single. Yeah. Yeah. Would you run for the season of The Bachelor if Chris Harrison was The Bachelor? I feel... How old is Chris Harrison? Chris Harrison is... We'll see. Uh, give or take. Uh, well, his age isn't on that website. Oh, okay. Uh, internet, help me out. I'm just gonna have to make He's... a judgment call based solely on his age. He did mark that he was starting to get gray hair, but then again, Ari did gray young. He is 46. I will not be running unless I am at least 37 years old. That's that's fair. But by that time, he will. I would love to see which people would come to run to like be on The Bachelor if Chris Harrison was The Bachelor. How many repeat from previous seasons would try to get on? Um, probably not that many. Because I think for the people that have been on the show with Chris Harrison, they kind of view him more as I don't know, not not a father. Well, for some of them, probably a father figure. But like a mentor figure. Yeah, it's like it, it's definitely it would be a weird relationship if they went from contestant to romantic interest the real relationships i want to see on this bachelor contestant and cameraman contestant and contestant see what i really want is a queer version of the bachelor where it is kind of open season the women can follow for each other the men can follow for each other and Mm -hmm. intermingle i would really honestly love a lesbian bachelorette the heteronormativity of the bachelor yeah well i think they were I mean, probably to a lesser extent, but when they did Winter Games, I think they thought that that might have been a possibility. But she was was voted off. Yeah, because there there was one candidate that was by. Was that the one that was in the bathtub? There were two women and they were No, No, she was voted off the first night, unfortunately. Uh, I think she was voted off the second. I think she, she... Oh. It, was, it was the first night because they said during one of her exit interviews, I believe, well, there went hope for bisexual love on The Bachelor or something like that. She didn't make it past there. I, th- I thought she stuck around for at least till the end of episode two or beginning of episode three. I could be wrong. I will fully. But whatever. That. It's I. It doesn't really matter. But yeah, the you know she when she was on the uh, Bachelor uh, wherever she's from, I want to say Australia. Um, I believe so. Yeah. She fell in love with a, another contestant, mm-hmm. and you know we're in a committed relationship for a while. Mm-hmm. It didn't work out, which is why she's on Winter Games, but. Honestly, I feel like a lot of the men that you see that are running or like acting as The Bachelor kind of aren't as strong as they're like the women that are on the show. I like Ari didn't necessarily graduate high school and he's not like a star race car driver. Then you have CN who went to Yale and is amazingly accomplished. And who would never give someone who didn't graduate high school a second look. Exactly. I would love to see like 
uh, if not lesbian, like bachelorette or bachelor or however it wants to go, like a season where whoever is like kind of the person looking for love is able to equally match the people that are trying yeah. to date them. Yeah, and I, I think we'll get that a little bit in this upcoming season. I, I know for last season um, of The Bachelorette, Rachel Lindsay, who was a very accomplished lawyer, had a bunch of people on her on her season, including um, a couple lawyers themselves. So, like, there were people that could match up in that regards. Um, I think it's usually when it's The Bachelor, it might be a little bit tougher. Not necessarily tougher, just The Bachelor looking for... I mean, guys, people like Arya looking for, you know, the younger, less accomplished people. Once uh, again, I will vote for a lesbian bachelorette. Let's watch these women develop close bonds. You're not wrong. It'd be it'd, it'd, it'd be interesting if they had a lesbian. Just I, put 28 women. No. Is it 28 or 29? It varies depending Whatever. on Whatever. Yeah. Just put 28 lesbians in a house together and see what happens. They're all gay. They're all no gay. No one's the bachelorette. They're all the bachelorette. They're all the bachelorette. <laughs> they all want to find love. I mean, they, they could do like a paradise version with that. LGBT paradise. Yeah, that would be interesting. That would honestly be wonderful. I'd watch that. Yeah. I'd watch the crap out of the LGBT that, paradise. That'd be, that'd be actually really fun. They should do that. I just, I want to see like the close friendships that also emerge between like the women and the men that aren't actually going for each other and being able to see a lot of male female friendships and not everything be so surrounded by having to find that heterosexual true love story. Yeah. And we got to see some of that in Winter Games. Like, I was really happy about that. With, like Ashley I and Ben and, yeah. you know. I really liked the vibe surrounding Winter Games because it was more of an equal playing field for all members and it wasn't. 29 women throwing themselves at one man it was more yeah. like i mean that's why paradise is my favorite show it still has some of the crazy ridiculous drama stuff that happens but it also you know gives everyone an equal playing field and also the success rate is surprisingly high there's a bunch of married couples that have survived i feel like a lot of paradise. it's because you you your bonds are respected in a way like you're not necessarily always competing for the attention of the same one person like you are kind of given the space because you're living with that person if not sharing a room to get to know mm -hmm. them on a much i think more casual intimate level than you could in the bachelor or bachelorette because your time is so kind of regulated yeah i mean i've never watched paradise but like from what it seems like if two people were like dating each other if someone wanted to make a move, they would. But for the most part, everyone else was like, all right, it's fine. Yeah, if, if there's like a defined couple, for the most part, people don't go after it unless they want to stir the pot, in which case they do. And that's sometimes when some of the best entertainment comes. But that also doesn't always work out well. So, but speaking of future seasons, we should probably get into the very beginning of the next season of The Bachelorette, which started at the end of After the Final Rose. They brought back out and they brought up the first five guys. So let's get your impressions of these men. Uh, first up was Lincoln. Lincoln was so dorky. I loved him. I really yeah. liked him. He seemed so genuine in that he short space so of time. He was so nervous. Yeah. Such a nervous. Well, I mean, you would be nervous if you were like, okay, like, this isn't your season. And also everyone's really riled up, like, go introduce yourself to this beautiful woman. Yeah. And I think he really respected Becca. Like, when he was talking to her, he was talking to her as an individual and someone who he yeah. admired for her strength going from the past season. Yeah. And I think it wasn't a bunch of platitudes of, oh, you're totally a strong woman. He was very, like, 
just mm-hmm. kind of in awe of how well she had handled everything, including like the pre like what was going on previous to him walking on stage. Yeah. And he wasn't yeah. super flirtatious, which I, I mean, like he introduced himself, but he wasn't like, "Oh, hey, babe, it's me." I yeah. think that was a really appropriate like move to make because of all the nonsense that had just happened. Like he introduced himself as like a just a kind nice person he yeah. seemed to me like he wanted to just genuinely get to know her and if it worked it worked if it didn't it didn't and i think that's mm-hmm. the right way to handle becca season yeah also he had a wonderful sparkly bow tie I it was just wonderful he had a sparkly bow tie really? oh yeah it was okay he's my favorite now he was good okay yeah all right next up is chase Ferguson. the reason why i mentioned his last name is because he said his last name and he's also seemed like the kind of guy was he the suave guy who's he, like trying to be cool he was the one that yeah. was trying a little bit too hard to be cool his hair looked like a giant poofball it was um, i was not a yeah. huge fan honestly he he had a kind of was he weird the one that vibe. i apologize on behalf of my gender um one of them no no it. i think that was the fourth guy is that darius Probably. I believe so, yeah. Because yeah. it, it was done in that awkward way. I wasn't a huge fan of Darius either because he just, he kept looking her up and down and you could see it yeah. on camera. He, like he walked out and the first thing he did was like, like give her the like he, once he, over. He, he, he took a moment to. It was like a very. Uh, he kept focusing on the chest area, whether or not it was direct boob contact, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. I mean like sometimes I avoid eye contact because sometimes it's a little much, but like I don't, you don't stare at the boobs. Yeah, that's I don't know. Uh, however, the third person that came out, Ryan, came out with a banjo and a bow tie. What and, a winner! And a bow tie and uh, such a style. A decent jacket. song. A decent song. Yeah, like I appreciated him coming out there and playing the banjo. Yeah. Honestly, I feel like he kind of took on a similar role to what we saw Kendall do in the last season, where he is a little quirky, and I think he accepted that if he's a little quirky, he might as well show who he is, even yeah. in that short space of time. I- I will, however, throw caution because, I mean, I agree with you, but it also seems to be a little bit too good. Um, he could be really cocky, but we but don't know yet. It, it, yeah, because we got, just got to hear him sing and maybe say one line and that's it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's a chance that, you know, he... It also might have been a directed move. Like, the producers found out he played the banjo and they were like, this is what you're doing. Or there's a chance that he plays the banjo for a living going on the show. It's like, hey, let me play the banjo so I can promote my career. That has happened before. There are people that have been on The Bachelor that just want to promote their country music or their um country music careers, such as uh, Luke, who was on Winter Games. Uh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I mean, I think he was also kind of looking for love. And there's people that more, uh, I guess, blatantly did it. But I would just be interested to see how he does in the coming season. Like of yeah. the people that came out, like he's one of the people that I'm excited to yeah, see he, and get to he, know. He will be good at, at at the very least. He gives the appearance of being good and interesting. He's and... got the camera charisma. Exactly. Yeah, and I mean, like you need a little bit of that to be successful on these shows. Yeah. Or at least an audience favorite. Yes, and I think right now he is looking good. That being said, the last guy that looked the best after this. Uh, I guess first five was Demario uh, for Rachel season, and he went in with a girlfriend, and that did not work out too well for him. So he had a girlfriend; and it was a mess, and I can imagine it's ridiculous. Um, oh, and last but not least, certainly well, horse guy <laughs> uh, Blake. Uh, I was a fan so of the horse. I liked the horse. 
It got a little weird. Got, yeah. The the touching when he put her up on the horse, it it went some places I wasn't sure about. I mean, not that she could climb up on a horse in that dress. Yeah, but like his he he went he was a little little too fast and like going to help her out. Yeah. And uh, and also his hands slid up and, and down a little, a little too, too much. They had to know that the horse was coming. Why didn't she have a stepladder? Yeah, that's that. Like, was there's no thoughts. way the horse was a surprise. Yeah, no, the the fashion no. people knew. Yeah. Yeah. The fashion, the, the the people who like advised her on like what to wear. I don't know if they have that, but they probably do. And like, the prop, the like not props. What do you call it? Equipment people. Yeah. Should have known that she would have had the to producers climb knew. Yeah, like there's no way you snuck a horse in. Like maybe a small puppy or a kitten. And it, it might have been that they put them in the position where they wanted that, like, intimate physical contact. But the way they'd panned out behind, I wouldn't say they necessarily wanted him to feel her up to the extent he did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, you know. She handled it all quite well, honestly, considering honestly, the like, long night she'd had. We yeah. could have, I mean, we could have misinterpreted. Like, she could have, like, lost her balance a little bit. We don't know. But I don't want to make assumptions right off the bat. It might have been creepy. I don't really remember I would say, honestly, of the people that we saw tonight, um, Franklin and Ryan, not Franklin, Lincoln. Lincoln. I blame you, Sarah, (laughs) for saying the name Franklin over and over. But Lincoln and Ryan, I think, are at least our two strongest to start with. Yeah. They seem like the, like, the nice, the quote-unquote nice guys. Yeah, and I, I, I think we'll see in the first episode how they adapt, uh, to being in the house. I think if Lincoln stays just as nervous... It's not going to go well. It's not going to go well. Um, but I think you kind of got that first. I mean, they he did had the most out there first. He had the yeah. most stressful spot, honestly. Because exactly. how do you transition from, oh, you just got dumped. You're the bachelor. Yeah. Here is the man. And like, how do you make that? How do you bridge that gap without being like very odd? Like you have to at least acknowledge it. He did. And yeah. I, I think he he kind of felt like the most person like of all of them because uh, one of the things that at least I've noticed during my time watching like The Bachelor and Vlad mm-hmm. or Winter Games is during some of these entrances the people don't really seem like ordinary folks as of yet because they have some kind of gimmick that they're coming in and it's only as like the show continues that you really get to know them and see like their entire being and I think from him yeah. we saw at least a good glimpse of who he was and the kind of person he was very quickly and I think that's a good vote in his I category. Be a pro for Lincoln. Yeah. Not Franklin. Yes, Lincoln. <laughs> so cool. Any final thoughts before we wrap up? No? Becca is a queen. Becca is the queen. Yes, very excited for um, I'm excited for the Bachelorette. I'm also excited to see who they bring back for Paradise. Yeah. I'm so excited for that matchup. I'll be real good. Well, thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Caught Monologuing. Um, and yeah. Make sure to like, uh, download, subscribe, all that fun stuff on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play. Uh, And uh, we'll see you next time. Bye.